Another edition of Riding Home here on Dog Post, creeping on top of Christmas, which was, which means we're just past signing day. Dean Leggy, Matt DeBerry, we've been covering recruiting at Georgia for combined for almost 30 years. And uh, this was an interesting signing day for Georgia. The, the thing about it is, Matt, that we, we didn't really do a wrap on signing day, um, not because it was so bizarre, but in the time since signing day now, in these last few days, we now know Jordan Birch did not sign with South Carolina. We now know that Zach Evans, it seems, is probably going to Georgia, it seems. It seems that Darnell Washington and Keely Ringo are probably going to Georgia. This class for Georgia could certainly look very different on the traditional signing day than it did uh, in the December signing day. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And again, if you're on dog post, you know that I've been saying since July that Georgia was leading for Keely Ringo and Darnell Washington. So that might surprise some people when they pick uh, Georgia in a few days at their all-star game and sign with them. But again, this is something that I've been talking about for a while now. But uh, the Zach Evans news was big. Uh, obviously, he was a strong, strong Georgia lean in early September when we thought he was going to commit to Georgia publicly then. Uh, he's had some off the field issues, concerns, whatever you want to call it, and delayed that. Now it appears Georgia's back in the mix over LSU and A&M. And it, uh, you know, I was told by a, a close source over there with Zach Evans that he did sign during the early signing period. And he, like Keely Ringo and Darnell Washington, will make his decision at the Under Armour game. I believe he's on the, he's at the Under Armour all-American game, which is January 2nd, along with Darnell Washington. So those two guys will make their announcements. And again, I've said Georgia for Darnell Washington for, you know, since the summer, uh, still feel that way. And uh, so that should be, you know, no surprise to anyone who either listens to us or is a Dog Post member. Again, uh, I do expect Keely Ringo to uh, choose Georgia. I believe he's already signed with Georgia, kept it quiet, obviously, and, and will pick Georgia on the 4th. Uh, so yeah, it was a strong signing day once again, and really the only guy, I guess you could say they missed on CJ Stroud, even though he's was leaning towards Ohio state for a while now. I know there was some late Georgia buzz there. Uh, so they didn't get him, which, you know, we kind of anticipated, uh, and Jordan Birch was really the only guy they missed on. And again, Jordan Birch has not signed and Georgia still is in the mix with him. You have to, you have to say that you can't really rule Georgia out just yet. He's verbally committed to South Carolina. If he was 100%, he would have signed the papers, yeah. you would think. Um, so Georgia did very well. They got pretty much everyone that they were in on except those two. And again, they still have a good shot at Jordan Birch, a guy that you went to go see. You covered it. Um, you've seen him play. You know a lot about Birch. And uh, that's good because they don't really give out a whole lot of information to the media and guys like myself. So it's been a tough one to cover. I really wasn't sure where he was going to go. We had heard that he might be picking Georgia a few days leading up to signing day. Obviously, he picked South Carolina. Uh, big surprise to me, but I, you know, I don't think anyone really had a good idea where he was going. Verbally committed to South Carolina, still has yet to sign. So uh, another big, crazy signing day and one that Kirby Smart did a really good job at. So on the Jordan Birch stuff, you know, c coming into that thing, um, you know, it, it just – it's been it was very quiet. It was hard to know really what was going on there. The the word I had always been given was, you know, the the, the true stunner would be him picking Clemson. So right. uh, that LSU thought they had him coming into signing day. 
Then he goes to Georgia. It really did look like it was going to be Georgia. Um, well, it, these are all, I don't know why I talk that way. It appeared most likely that it would be Georgia. It, it, you know, right. it didn't, we didn't know anything. So we'll get Kirby Smart when visited all day Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, I guess six days before signing day. He took his official visit to Georgia the weekend before. So, yeah, it seemed like Georgia was trending and had a lot of momentum going into signing day, and uh, they didn't get him. But uh, again, there's still a chance. There is still a chance. I'm a You're little, not too optimistic. Yeah, about I'm Georgia's a little chance. more skeptical now only because right. I just. You know, there's going to be plenty of um, there's going to be plenty of in town pressure for him to stay in Columbia and do and and play for Carolina. You know, but the other thing to remember is that um, my his name is escaping me all of a sudden. But the other defensive lineman from Hammond, who is verbal- Alex Huntley, so Alex Huntley is verbally committed to South Carolina. It's my understanding he did not sign with Carolina either. So maybe it's a school thing they're all signing in February. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think the school that has the chickens on the side of their helmet is really really uh buying that. I mean, right. I think, I think they wanted them in, period. Absolutely. And and if that yeah. and if it were the case, man, that you know that that, that was what was going on, why wouldn't you verbalize that? Yeah, and, and they did close really well. I think they do have a good quarterback, Luke Doty, coming in. They got Marshawn uh, Lloyd yeah. held on to him. He's, he's probably their best player coming in. No doubt. Uh, but, yeah, I, they have to be a little worried that those two kids, Jordan Birch and Alex Hundley, didn't sign. Alex Hundley's been committed for a long time, and Jordan Birch is the best signee they've had since uh, Jadavion Clowney. But, you know, he's obviously not, he, not signing yet. Yeah, he but. is not Jadavion Clowney. They're right, very right. different players. There's a lot. There have been a lot of comparisons between the two, to which I would say they are not in the same universe as yeah. seniors uh, in high school. So th- the point is that um, you know, with Jordan Birch being a five-star kid, um, an edge setter to me, at least uh, in the time that I saw him play live, a, a gifted athlete. I mean, Jadavion Clowney never played running back, so yeah. that I'm aware of. So the kid has got – he's certainly gifted. He plays in a smaller level, level school. Um, Hammond is a wealthy a private school on the um, east side of Columbia. And, um, you know, it's very hoity-toity. A, a very nice school, by the way. But he, the kid didn't sign. So you, you've got – you know, you've got a slew of kids kind of – slew. You've got several kids hanging out there for Georgia. You've got Broderick. Absolutely. Yep. You got me. Okay. You got. I'll just start, and you can finish. Broderick, Zach, and then you've got. We. Well, let's just let's take the global view that we really don't. We don't know for a fact that Ringo and Washington and Evans signed. I I I want to say this on this show right now. I would be completely floored if Ringo did not sign with Georgia. I mean, it would stun me if he did yeah. not come in. I went the other two, him, you know, and, and it felt good about Georgia's chances there. And and I would put Darnell Washington in the same boat. I know Tennessee thinks they've got I, a really good I, shot. I'm just, I'm just trying to be yeah. as clear as possible that with Ringo, it would be stunning to me. I don't know yeah. as much on Washington, but with Ringo, I, I am, I would be stunned if that was not the case. 
Go ahead. You and every other Dog Post member, too. Again, we've been talking about it for months now, and I haven't changed my opinion on Ringo and and the same for Darnell Washington. Again, I know Tennessee, uh, I think they feel pretty good, but most of the people that cover Tennessee that I've spoken with think they are number two behind Georgia. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, all the crystal balls have come in from you know the other site, but again, Dog Post has been saying Georgia for Darnell Washington and Keely Ringo since July and we've said it on these this podcast multiple times so those are game changing players and another game changing player they got was George, uh, excuse me Jermaine Burton a guy that we've seen yeah. for a long time yeah I thought that was might have been the biggest deal for Georgia on signing day getting Arian Smith was big because he's the track star he's going to help there um, but Jermaine Burton is a complete wide receiver a guy who's going to come in and, and push for playing time he does all the right things at the receiver position he's not 6'4 but he plays bigger than uh, his six one and a half, six two height. But he's fast. He's got great ball, you know, body control in the air. He can make the spectacular catch. Uh, very solid, reliable hands. And uh, I think he was IMG Academy's best playmaking receiver as a sophomore. And then went to California and just absolutely took over yeah. uh, against those California kids out there. He's a big deal. And for uh, for Georgia to get the flip there. I thought was a really, really big deal, and uh, a lot of credit to Kirby Smart and Cortez Hankton, and those guys for staying on him when it appeared that he was firm to LSU. They came in, got the flip on signing day. I thought that was a really big deal for them. I, I do kind of want to go over something real quick here because when you look at who is still out there to be had, uh, including ki- this is these are kids who have not signed. Um, you know, obviously Keeley is a top. 10. He's a top 10 player in the country. So Darnell, no Darnell, Keeley, and Zach Evans are all consensus top 15 players in the country. That's three five-star kids. And then uh, Broderick, who is committed to Georgia, but I feel like they still have work to do. Uh, he's a top 20 player as well. Georgia does not have any of those four in the boat right now. They could close their class. And just with those four, they could close with four five-star kids that are not in the boat now. Uh, that would be a stunning, you know, close. That would be quite a crescendo. Um, I also want to, before you say something, I, I do want to say, well, people say, well, you're doing all this and you're not winning the national championship. Uh, okay. I mean, th- that's like saying you're doing all this. And, and, and I mean, that, the, the flip side of that is as ridiculous as saying, you know, well, you're not in the Outback Bowl anymore. I mean, the the thing about it is, well, you have to yeah, accumulate. Go ahead, sorry. You have to accumulate talent, and you can't prove the negative. I mean, it is reality that they have not yet won the national championship. But we know they didn't win the national championship the way that they had been recruiting. We don't know that they won't win it moving forward with this type of kid. Well, they only they they've ended um, their class with number one ranked recruiting class just one time right. and that was in 2018 a lot of that has to do with justin fields who's no longer with the team right. five-star britain cox no longer on the team five-star zamir uh, white had two major knee injuries after he committed to georgia so those are three five-star guys that georgia signed in that number one recruiting class who are no longer on the team so everyone likes to look oh georgia signed the number one recruiting class looking back on it well, I mean, take those three away, and no, they didn't. So. Excuse me, but I mean, you know, <laughs> look, I, I don't know. I mean, that that's just people trying to hate. It, it's just but stupid. You, you, 
you can't look at these recruiting rankings anymore because the transfer portal's out there. Yeah. There's going to be kids who Georgia signs in this class who are going to transfer. There's going to be kids in Alabama's class, Florida's class. And it's, it's such a big deal in college football now. You can't just go back and say, oh, Georgia did this in 2016, well, but, 2017, and 2018. Because, I mean, you've got the transfer portal now. None of these kids are, are there through their college career. In the time that Kirby has been at Georgia, the teams that have won the national championship are Clemson and Alabama. Yeah. So does that mean, but, that, every, but, does that mean that everyone else has failed? I mean, I'm confused. It, well, it should by that. Someone put on Twitter, I forgot who it was, but it's it was like, who does the least with the most? Alabama, and everyone said Al- Kirby Smart, and I'm no, thinking, it would be Alabama. I'm thinking, how? In this case, it would be Alabama, I'm th- and I'm not even hating. I mean, you everybody wants to recruit like Alabama has over a 10-year period. They just haven't. So whenever Bama doesn't win the national championship or eats a two-loss season in the regular season, everybody's got their knives out. You know, yeah. Alabama doesn't have the path Clemson does. And in the future, Alabama doesn't have the path that Oregon will. Those two schools, and to some degree Oklahoma, are in unique positions that the Big Ten schools and the SEC schools, they don't have. I mean, Ohio State yeah. has recruited really well. Ohio State, Georgia, as Alabama. As well as anyone. Ohio State, <laughs> I mean, Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson. Uh, excuse me. Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia have recruited better than anyone, period. What's if you the, put Justin Fields in Ohio State's 2018 recruiting class, they're number one. Right, but I mean, I mean, but I, the, but the path for all three of those schools is overwhelmingly difficult compared to yeah. uh, other programs and other situations. The three of the five conferences just don't have difficult paths. Uh, but anyway, it's off the subject. But the point is, they could close with four or five five star kids that they do not currently have. I mean, like right now, they have the consensus number three, I think, class in the country. That's not bad. Yeah, but and if they close, Ced- Matt, Cedric they... Van Praen's still out there too. And That's correct. Another but solid if, four star. If yeah, they were to close, top one hundred kid. I think Clemson's going to get one more kid. I don't know about Ohio State and Alabama. Um, LSU could close, but boy, they had a tough day on Wednesday. Georgia, Georgia may close with the number one class. It's, it's actually starting to look more like that than, than not. I mean, if you just look at what's happened in the past signing days, you have to assume that Kirby Smart is going to close as well as anyone in February, like he does every, you know, the past six signing days between the, you know, the past three years. So he's going to close well in February. He already closed well with a few guys who will make their announcements that we talked about earlier. But um, yeah, Clemson's class is almost full. They might mm-hmm. have room for one more kid. And if Georgia throws on three maybe four more five stars i mean I, I never thought they would get the number one class in the country in in 2020 but man i i, I they did they could do it again and uh, i shouldn't be surprised no you shouldn't. um I, I shouldn't but i, I didn't i I didn't think they'd be able to pass Clemson in 2020, and it looks like they very well could. Well, we did not anticipate at the time that Zach Evans would be involved in all of this. What a roller coaster of recruitment that one's been. I mean, there's been some crazy ones over the years, but he and Jordan Birch is our two up there, <laughs> two of the all-time recruitments yeah, the and past I'm few not, years. I'm not even talking about adding Birch. Yeah. Know? I mean, if, if, if you I, – because I, I don't think they will, but you just add Ringo, Washington, and Evans – and you keep yeah. Jones, you, you beat Clemson for. I mean, you're past Clemson and Bama. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, there 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 is criticism to be had of Kirby Smart and the and the coaching 
Uh, anytime you lose, there's always criticism to be had. But come on now. I mean, Georgia's lost three games in the regular season the last three years. Give me a yeah. break. A big part of his job is recruiting, and he it's gets an A-plus for that. Job. Yeah, it, it's the number one job. and um, This is not a top 15. This is not a top 15 program anymore. This is a top five program. Yeah, but people still say he does the least with the the most, and it, it's crazy. They're a top five program. They recruit yeah. like it, and it, it 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 resembles that in the the final standings. Georgia will probably be in the top five at the end of the year. They didn't win the national championship, but I mean, it, damn, I mean LSU is really good, and they have oh, the no Heisman question. Trophy winner. I mean, everyone expects Georgia to play for it every year, and every I mean. But and, and maybe they will soon. Next year they're going to have a really big year. It depends on if Jake Fromm comes back or not. There's still a lot of question marks. But Georgia will be in the conversation for the national championship for the next few years. And it's not just until week five or week seven until they lose a couple. I mean, that the last three years they've been well, in the, the national championship playoff hunt all the way until that SEC championship. The, the, the only, and sometimes farther. The only three schools – well, I think actually – someone can correct me. I know there, there are, have been two for sure only, it feels like. The only two schools that have hit championship weekend controlling their own destiny these last three years have been Georgia and Clemson. Now, that's not by mistake. Ohio, I, I don't think Ohio State controlled its own destiny in 17 because they didn't get into the playoffs. So, um, look, I, I, didn't, I didn't play high-level college you know, athletics, but I've played college athletics, and it's about the Jimmys and Joes, period. And if you don't have them, you can't coach them. Uh, Georgia's got yeah. them. They can't lose to South Carolina. No, <laughs> next year and all yeah, that. But, that but they've got the talent each year and, and well, year out to compete for championships, and a lot of teams don't. If you would dribble it off your foot, uh, the equivalent—I don't know what the equivalent in basketball to four turnovers is in football, but it's probably twenty-five turnovers. If you turn <laughs> if you turn it over twenty-five times in a basketball game, you're going to lose. Period. Yeah. And that's what happened against South Carolina. That was not about talent. They they went right. they ran up and down the field on Carolina. So. Um, but I think we've made the point. Stay tuned to Dog Post. Thanks for listening. Dean Leggy, Matt DeBerry. Uh, we're going to get you out of here soon. We've got photos of the decade coming up uh, later this week. Uh, check that out. Matt, thanks for joining me. Uh, everybody check out the website. Make sure to subscribe here on YouTube.